0: Welcome back to the nine finger chronicles podcast. My name is Dan Johnson. I am your nine fingered host It's the nine finger chronicles podcast because I only have nine fingers uh, believe it or not anyway Today we are going to be talking with a gentleman named Travis O'Neill Travis lives in central, missouri and uh, he reviewed two matthews bows for us today and uh he was, he was really thorough, so if you're interested in taking part in this, uh, in this review, first off, go read the blog post I made on the ninefingerchronicles.com. Read up on it. It gives you everything you need to know about what to do, what kind of notes to take, and uh, uh, this one here is a perfect example of the outcome that I'm looking for uh, on, of what you like and what you don't like about the bows that you reviewed. Moving forward, um, I'm probably going to do this for quite a while until we get all the major and not-so-major bow companies covered. Um, I have a couple coming up next month, I believe. Um, so if you're interested, go ahead and email me at ninefingerchronicles at gmail.com. Let me know what bows you want to review, and let me know uh, how many bows you want to review. And uh, similar to this, I'll get you on the show Um based off of the the data that you give me and we can discuss your findings and uh what you liked and what you didn't like about those particular bows. So without further ado, here we go. All right, on the show today to talk about the bows that he reviewed is Travis O'Neill. How's it going today, Travis?
1: Pretty good and you Dan?
0: Doing great. Doing great. Uh first off, let's uh start a little bit about where you live. Um I guess, what part of the country do you live in and what do you do for a living?
1: Uh, I live smack dab in the middle of central Missouri, uh, right between Kansas City, St. Louis, just outside of a little town called Columbia. Um, and I'm a delivery driver and sales rep uh, for a uh, tire distribution warehouse.
0: Gotcha. And how old are you? Uh,
1: 33.
0: 33. All right. Uh, let's see here. How did your season go this year?
1: Um, As far as bow season's concerned, um, didn't have much luck of seeing anything uh, worth shooting, and then I got one doe during firearm season, and that was about all I saw.
0: Gotcha. Is it pretty tough in that part of the state to, uh, to I mean, are your numbers low?
1: Yeah, but, I mean, as far as conservation department's concerned, they're not as low, but we've seen a lot of EHD and uh, chronic wasting disease north of us, uh, and we actually, in uh, boone county we we own land here in Boone County and Howard County as well. They lifted the antler restriction in Boone County, but we still had it in Howard County, and we're about the only county in the northern part of the state that uh, didn't have that lifted on Howard county. so it was it was pretty tough. I had good good pictures on on uh, trail cameras and stuff, uh, but come season it was pretty slim and what was what was available out there?
0: Gotcha, Gotcha. Well, I guess there's always next year, right?
1: Yeah, you know, we we always uh, tend to think that you know we don't do anything all season to our land, and then we uh, you know this year we didn't have any crops on either either acreage that we own, so we, we were kind of like, okay, well it it'll be okay, and then it ended up we didn't do anything, so we can only be disappointed in ourselves But we didn't uh, put in some food plots and, and do some other stuff to to kind of get us by. But
0: cool, cool, cool. Well. Today, we're going to be talking about some bows that you reviewed, and uh, first off, I want to talk about what bow you are currently using and the specs that go along with that, so I'll just, uh, I'll let you take over from there.
1: All right. Well, currently, I shoot a 2010 model Q, uh, Quest QS31, and I deal on its 314, and it's a 31-inch axle-to-axle, uh, brace height 7.5 and uh it's got 80 percent let off and i'm shooting it at 70 pounds and 30 inch straw lengths.
0: gotcha now overall do, do you like this bow or are you are you comfortable with it
1: yeah i do it's um you know i i ground hunt so like by ground hunt more like a spot in the stock or you know i just walk in and and plop down on the ground and just kind of sit in a briar patch and kind of wait for something to walk by i get a lot of a lot of close deer interaction, you know, some I had, uh, this, this year during both season, I had an eight pointer within about 15 feet of me, uh, for about 10 minutes and he had no clue I was there. So, um, when I get a bow, I I'm kind of a budget bow hunter. So I don't spend a lot of money on it if it doesn't, you know, make me more comfortable to hunt or allow me to hunt longer or more efficient kind of thing.
0: Gotcha.
1: So when, when I bought this one, I bought it used from a friend of mine. And it was fairly quiet, had a good smooth draw, it was lightweight, and it was easy at full draw. It didn't feel like it was going to jump off, and, you know, you you could hold it for a while and not have any problems with it.
0: Gotcha. Uh, and then how, how's your accuracy with it?
1: Uh, it's pretty decent. I mean, I I can group. Uh, I mean, I shoot usually uh, about 25 yards in my basement all the time and, and can get, I mean, touching arrows pretty much all the time with it.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so for this bow, you, you like it, you're comfortable with it. And, uh, you know, you're from, for the most part, you have no problems with it.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Is there anything that you don't like about it?
1: Um, not really. I mean, it's sometimes I I wish it could be a, a tad quieter in certain situations. As far as, as far as, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, if I could up the, grains of the arrow a little bit i'm shooting a 400 grain arrow out of it so if i up that it would probably take care of some of that problem yeah um but that's that's really the only drawback that i have on, on my current setup
0: okay all right now now let's get into the the two bows that you reviewed and they, they were both matthews bows and uh the first bow that you reviewed uh go ahead and talk about the halon six
1: okay the halon six the one that i uh, shot was a uh it was the uh, 343 feet per second IBO, uh, and it was at 70, um, and also 30 inch draw length. The axle to axle on that particular bow was 30 inches, and uh, it had a six inch brake height, of course, for the Halon six, uh, and then it had 85 percent let off, um, and it was a, it shot really well. Uh, it, it was very comparable to what I had. Except for the draw cycle, was a, a, a tad bit smoother, and I think that probably because it had dual cams on it. And then, uh, you know, it was it was quiet as well. There was no hand shock to it. Um, the the um, the riser definitely looks better than they have in the past with their good lock pattern. They now have a more of a bridge style riser, like kind of like everybody else has been going to over the last couple of years.
0: Gotcha, um, and then just just for a reference, how tall are you?
1: I am six one, and I have super long arms, so I I, uh, gotcha. I shoot a thirty inch draw, and okay. it's all of the draw that I can get.
0: <laughs> okay, so how did it how did it feel in your hands?
1: It was good. It was a uh, it felt just a shade heavy, uh, but as far as shootability wise, it was good. It was easy to hold back. Uh, it it didn't feel like it wanted to jump off the back wall, and it it, it was okay. It was it was pretty balanced, um, and of course it didn't have anything on it, like there was no stabilizer, no sight, none of that stuff was on it. So I mean, I, I don't know if they do that just so it's you know easier to be balanced with nothing on it, or or what.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. So let's go about let's go over what you start off with the dislikes. What did you dislike about this? And, and explain in detail. Uh,
1: just a couple things. The the looks of the new cams. I just as far as appearance wise, I didn't really like. They were kind of big and bulky looking, and it didn't really look like it was going to shoot that well just by the looks of it because they were so bulky. Um, but it ended up it shoots out fine. Um, the only thing I don't like about the new Matthews is this the flat back grip that they have, it's kind of like a rubberized style grip. And it, it to me, in my opinion, it feels kind of weird because I'm used to just hand on the riser kind of thing.
0: So and then does that, that, that grip, is it, is it too big for you? Too small for you? Does it, I mean, does it slip in your hand?
1: It's, it's one of, no, it's, it, I mean, the size is okay. It's just that it kind of almost feels like it catches your hand kind of like a, you know, like my my particular bow, it's it's all riser in your hand, except for you've got some pads on the outside for grips. Gotcha. And so, like, it just was kind of sticky on your hands once you held it, you know, held it for a while and then picked it up to shoot it. It, it was just kind of – it felt real sticky on your hands, which I didn't really like because I like – when I shoot, I just kind of, you know, let the bow kind of fall. And this one kind of felt like it kind of caught on your hand a little bit.
0: Okay. All right, um, and then go into to what you did like about it.
1: Um, you know, it was it was fairly quiet. There was no hand shock to it at all. Um, and in the pullback, it was a real gradual pullback. It wasn't, you know, there was nothing in the middle that really had a big hump to get over. Um, and and the valley was pretty big on it. It it was really nice to shoot, uh, and it was very comparable to what I have now, except my my bow that i currently have it's just a little less smooth gotcha gotcha so
0: um did it feel like it was going to jump out of your hand at all i mean when you were at full draw how did how did you feel
1: no it was it was fine it it, it was a very you know i guess with the 85 percent off it i mean it held a little bit better than my bow does and, and i guess that could be because i'm used to mine i can i can hold it for quite a while um, and i just went down and picked this one up this first time i ever shot one um, but it, it, it didn't feel like it was going to jump at all. Gotcha. okay.
0: All right, now let's get into the Matthews No cam, uh, and that was the HTX. Uh, go ahead and uh, talk about that one.
1: Okay, the one that I shot was 85 percent let off, and IBO on it was 117, and it was only a 29 inch draw length. That's the maximum draw length that come in, and it too was at 70 pounds and has a 30 inch axle to axle. And it's got a six and an eighth brace height.
0: All right. And then um, let's see here. let's go let's just go ahead and get right into to what you did not like about it.
1: Okay, well basically, I shot the NoCam last year when they first came out. I was really impressed with them. They were super smooth. but they I guess they made smaller cans or well the no cans with smaller rollers, I guess you'd call them. Uh, this year, and it seemed to stiffen up the draw cycle, so it was like a continuous pull. And so, it, and it, once you got to the back wall, it felt really, really jumpy. Like it, like you couldn't, you could barely hold it back. And if you'd go to turn, when you shot, it, it just kind of wanted to go. Gotcha. So it, that's that's what I in the grip same way as the other one.
0: Okay. Um, anything else that you didn't like about it?
1: Um. Not really. It shot okay. It just it just wasn't as comfortable and didn't feel as shootable as, as the as the other one.
0: Gotcha. Um so compared to to the your your quest and the Halon six that you shot, because this had no cams on it, I mean you said you said this the draw cycle was stiff, but was there anything else about the draw cycle that just fell off because of the no cam? I I know it's a lot different than what than what most people are used to
1: yeah it's just you know it's like you know when you pull back a dual cam bow you kind of have the same kind of like you know the string going over the fulcrum at the same time there's kind of a breakover point yep and then it kind of gets a little bit smoother at the at the end so you hit the back wall but this one was just like a constant pull almost like it was set at like 85 pounds gotcha It it, it was not smooth at all
0: gotcha so getting getting into the likes, what did you like about it?
1: Um, it was definitely lightweight. Uh, it was comparable to the bow I shoot now, which is one of my criteria, because I, you know, I walk pretty much in spot and stock, and and the lighter the better, because less weight you got to carry around, the better. Right. Um, but as far as that, I mean, that was just about it. I'd say it was not probably a bow that I would that I would go out and buy.
0: Gotcha. And what were the price points on on those bows?
1: Uh, the NoCam HTX was nine ninety nine, and then the uh, Matthews Halon six was a uh, thousand ninety nine.
0: Okay, so a hundred dollars more than the NoCam. All right, so now yeah. now the big question is, your you know you have your current quest. Do any of these bows pass the test that you would actually give up your quest? Um, you know let's let's say price isn't an issue right now. Would you would you give up your bow and uh, use one of these that you tested
1: um you know for the for the hunting that i currently do which is mainly whitetails uh probably not just because you know the only advantages like over what i have compared to like the halon six is you know like 32 feet per second and 17 foot pounds of kinetic energy so i mean to be you know 60 milliseconds faster at 60 yards and to be able to you know on a pass-through shot to drive your arrow an extra three inches into the ground, you know, I don't think I would probably switch.
0: Gotcha. Well, then that answers the next question. If money was an issue and you're, you're not, you're not switching. If it isn't, you know, if it's not an issue and money, if money is an issue, you're, you're probably still not going to switch. So yeah, uh,
1: that's, that's right,
0: right. Right. So, so you're a, a big, a big fan of, uh, of the quest uh, bow that you shoot. What did you buy that for?
1: I bought it. Uh, I bought it used from a friend of mine for two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. And so it, I'm kind of a budget guy, so I mean I don't put a whole lot into it because I don't know how much how many hours I get to spend in the woods each year. So, you know, to go out and spend a thousand bucks on a bow when I could go spend you know a thousand dollars on on a good uh, you know camo system or something that's that's going to give me the ability to stay out longer is, is money more well spent.
0: Perfect, perfect. And I see on this uh, sheet you sent me, it looks like the Quest, back when it was, uh, for sale. Or it, you said it's a 2010, right? Yeah. Okay. It looked like it was 700 bucks retail. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, are you in the market for a new bow, or are you just, are you just gonna, you know, this upcoming 2016 season? Uh, are you just gonna use your Quest again?
1: Yeah, I'll probably stick with the Quest for now, Uh, you know, unless they come out with something, you know, super fast, that's really easy to shoot or something, you know, I might look into that or, or maybe if I, you know, book a trip out west or something, you know, or, or to Africa or something like that, where I need some more kinetic energy or something, then, then maybe make the switch then.
0: Gotcha. But you're a Quest guy. So that's good to know. All right. Yeah. Well, anything else that you wanted to add about uh, uh, the bow you shoot, or any of the other bows that uh, that you tested out?
1: Uh, no, not really. Other than you know, go to your pro shop and and talk to the guys behind the counter because you know the, I, I know they're selling the product, but man, they have a lot of knowledge on on a, on everything that they sell. So you know, do your own research and also get the opinion of those guys and and put them together and make a make an educated decision on what you're going to do.
0: Sounds good. Well, I tell you what, Travis, thanks for taking the time out of your day to uh, to come on the show and uh, talk about the uh, bows that you shot. And, uh, and uh, if you shoot any more, send me an email.
1: Okay, sounds good, buddy.
0: Just wanted to send a quick shout-out to Travis again for taking time to do this. I really appreciate it. Um, like I said in the intro, if you guys are interested in doing something like this um, – I can afford to pay you $0.00 and 0 cents, and I can offer you zero products. But uh, it's fun to do. Uh, everybody that I've talked to who has uh, partaken in it, it seems to have fun, and it's it's a cool way to really compare all the bows on the market and do it in a in a non-biased way from an average Joe, not from someone from the company, not from someone like me uh, or any other um someone who's providing content over the media uh, because in my past experience that tends to be biased uh, because they're backed by somebody or anyway um there's going to be more of those to come uh like i always say facebook twitter instagram look me up nine finger chronicles uh and uh make sure you leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher, subscribe to both those locations as well. And uh we got a we got a pretty cool giveaway this week. Um I have uh gotten close to a company called Kalo and uh they make the the little rubber rings um and I talked to one of their guys and was curious if they wanted to do another giveaway. They've uh, done giveaways in the past before and uh, they are willing to give away one of their outdoor collections. So how to how to win that outdoor collection is all you got to do. Pretty simple this time. Share the Facebook post that mentions this podcast, and uh, you'll be entered to win one of their outdoor collections. I believe it's uh, a black one, a camo one, and I'm not looking at their website right now, but uh, I think there's one or two other uh, rings. And uh, I'll tell you, I like this product because – i need all my fingers and the second thing is uh, it's rubber makes no noise when you're climbing your tree stands and uh it's if it does ever get caught it will roll off your finger uh, as opposed to rip your finger off so there's that hope everybody has a great rest of your week and remember to wear your damn safety harness.